Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Having It All podcast the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. Welcome to the Having It All podcast. My name is Matthew Bivens, and this is the show. We talk about life and all of its craziness. Because life sometimes is totally freaking crazy. It is. And just thinking about managing yourself effectively and finding your own peace and creating your own joy can be nutty. And then when you layer on all the stuff that life presents us, like jobs and interacting with other people, like families and having a spouse or having kids, like all sorts of that stuff, right? When you layer all that on, it becomes tough to know how to navigate. You know, like how do you navigate life to where you can find peace and create joy in the midst of whatever circumstance, whatever is thrown your way, and that you know you're moving in the direction of your dreams, of the life that you want to truly create and the person you want to become. If any of that resonated with you, sparked any sort of interest in you or made you nod your head, then you are in the right place because this is the show where we talk about living an abundant, loving life. So if this is your first time, welcome. Super happy to have you here. And I can't promise anything, (laughs) right? I mean, this is conversation. And conversation that I offer is new ideas, new perspectives, new paradigms. And then it's up to you to activate them. So what I can promise you is rawness, is authenticity, my vulnerability, sharing my breakdowns and my breakthroughs and not holding back. I can promise you that. And then it's up to you to do with it what you want. So today's conversation, I'm talking about self-sabotage. That's something that I have done. I continue to do in some areas. And I know that you can relate with just the idea of sabotaging yourself, of setting a goal and not following through, of having a vision, but then it goes nowhere after a few weeks. So this conversation was inspired by an email, listener email. So I'm going to read that email and then dig in. So I'm excited about that. Let's kick things off with a little bit of magic. So if you're new to the podcast, then you're like, what's this thing called magic? I'm going to do a magic trick? No. Boy, that was corny, by the way. <laughs> that was super corny. 
Anyway, magic is your ability to influence self, others, and life in an empowering way. You have power. You have ability. And you are constantly influencing and being influenced. But when we're talking about magic, we're talking about how you are influencing yourself to show up in powerful ways, how you're influencing other people to step towards their greatness, or how you're influencing life to present you with beautiful opportunities and things just seem to pop up. So magic is just about acknowledging those things, recognizing those things, because I want you to never forget that you are powerful, that you are a magic maker. So magic for me this week, this episode, is really about just these amazing conversations I've been having with my clients. And just to be able to work with people and build up, like create a space with someone for such levels of rawness and authenticity is beautiful. And I've been having some just badass conversations with clients recently where afterwards I'm like, man, we went in. And boy, I don't know how many other relationships I have where you could really get into like, not fighting, because I don't fight with clients, but like you get into just really heated back and forth, right? Because stuff comes up and stuff is confronting and we have to look at ourselves. And like when you're sitting across from somebody, sometimes you're put in a position to look at yourself in a new light and that can be very confronting. And so I've just been experiencing these really, really magical calls with clients where stuff comes up and shit gets real and it gets heated, but neither person dips out. That's the magical part. Like influencing myself to just sit in the conversation, to be cool, to be powerful, to be present, to be loving, to be firm, to be direct. That is magical. And then seeing the magic of the other person stay there with me. Like, this is tough. I know it's tough. Stay here. Let's keep going in on this. And just see them show up. It's so freaking cool to see people like feeling it. Like, you know they're feeling it. The emotions are high. I'm like, oh, they're about to hang up. They're like on the verge of hanging up. And then they stick with it. And once we get to the other side, boom, breakthrough happens. Magic happens. Connection happens. Trust happens. Deposit happens. It's so freaking cool. And so my magic is just having sat in a number of conversations like that with clients over the past several days. And just very, very grateful for each one of you, if you're listening, because a lot of you listen to the show, just so grateful to each one of you for summoning me to be and show up in your life in this way and for helping to co-create that magic because it is co-created. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So I want you to now take a minute to reflect on magic for yourself. How have you influenced self, others in life? And literally do that. Like, take this seriously. Reflect on how you have influenced yourself, others, or life in a powerful way so that you can remember you are a magical person. You are a powerful person. You're creating these moments all the time. So I'm going to pause right now. I'm going to pause right now for a little bit so that you can reflect. That 10 seconds felt pretty long, huh? (laughs) All right. So now we're going to flow into some listener love because I got a lot of love for each one of you. 
I truly do. Today, I want to give a shout out to Danny. And Danny, you reached out on Instagram, and I thought your message was super dope. Um, I love that you were so honest, and you told me that you thought the show was boring. <laughs> but there was something about it that kept you coming back. It was like, you know, I'm just not digging this particular conversation, or I'm just not digging his energy or his tone. It's kind of boring. But I'm going to come back. I, I got to listen to another one. I got to at least poke my head in just to see what he's talking about. And that's what you shared in your message. I thought that was great. It definitely made me laugh. And I love that as you kept coming back, you started to really connect with the conversations that were about shifting mindsets, particularly anytime I talk about moving from fear to love. And so I just, you know, am grateful to you for listening, for con- continuing to tune in, even when you felt it was boring even when that day's message wasn't really connecting. Something was connecting on a subconscious level. I know that. Something was connecting with your spirit. That's what kept you coming back. And so now that you've really seen, oh, wow, like there's some, there's some deep stuff in here. There's some magic in here. Great. I love that it's being activated in your life and you are really using the, these, you know, these tools and these different things. So Danny, keep it up. Keep being awesome. And thank you for reaching out. Thank you for connecting. If you want to connect with me like Danny did, go to Instagram. That's that's my favorite right now. Matthew underscore Bivens at Instagram. And you can hit me up. My It goes right into my direct messages. And all of my DMs are from listeners. So they're all from you. So if you hit me up in my email, now you're in with all the other, I don't know, 100 emails I get in a day, something like that, 50 emails. I don't know. So if you hit me up on Instagram, there's a much greater chance to hear back from me sooner. But you can email me as well, mattcbivens at gmail.com. If that's more your speed, I'm, I'm accessible there as well. Either way, I just want to connect. I want to connect with you. I want to have some awesome conversations. So do not be shy. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Let's jump into today's conversation, which comes from a listener. This one comes from Kayla. And Kayla sent me a cool email and just had a, a basic question that has a lot of stuff attached to it because this question was about self-sabotage. So what I want to do is read Kayla's email, read the question, and then I'm going to address pieces of it, like a little section at a time. And then uh, I'll leave you all with um, just some concrete takeaways. And Kayla, you'll be able to activate some of this stuff in your life. So I'll get started by reading Kayla's question. She writes, how do I stop self-sabotage? 
I feel like I'm so good at setting goals and visualizing my perfect life, but when the universe throws me a giant test to live into my mission statement and goals, I feel like I fail. Even when I am disciplined, I feel like it is short-lived and I end up right where I started. How can I bridge the gap between creating goals and actually attaining them for true transformation? So Kayla, I love it. I love the multiple questions. I love the example for two reasons, really. One, I know that everybody listening, everybody who just heard that connected with something, something they connected with because we are all going through it at varying degrees. And two, you were describing me in a lot of ways. And especially when you talk about setting goals and hitting them, right? And bridging that gap between creating goals and attaining them. Like I can totally relate to that. Even today, there's certain goals that I I have for my business that very recently I've been like, man, why have I not been living into this? Why haven't I been connecting with this goal? Why haven't I been putting energy towards it? So I appreciate your question because it relates, like I can relate to it. I know a lot of people will, but that's not what you're here for. You want me to answer. So the first thing I want to give feedback on is when you said, I feel like I'm so good at setting goals and visualizing my perfect life. So to that, I want to say that, you know, the visualization part is important. And I love that you're doing it. And the more that you do the visualization, the more you're going to literally feel that person, that state that you want to get into. And the more you do that, then the other pieces that are necessary for you to get there start to activate. So what do I mean by that? Well, visualization is one piece, right? The visualization connects you to the feeling of it, like I said. But to create it, to create what you actually want to to experience and show up in your life, you need to align your actions, your relationships, and your thoughts. I've talked about this a number of times in the show. I call them art forms, A-R-T, actions, relationships, thoughts. Now, your actions, that's exactly what it sounds like. It's that activity. It's the doingness. It's doing stuff. The relationships, that's how you feel about something. It's how you relate to something. That's the feeling piece that you're doing with the visualization, right? You're putting yourself in that state where you are literally connecting to yourself as that perfect version of yourself, whatever it is that you're wanting to. Maybe it's you know you in a certain financial state or you in a certain relationship state or whatever. You're putting yourself into that feeling of it. What does it feel like if I'm in that place? That's the relationship. And then the third component is the thoughts, right? We've got 50,000, 70,000, I don't know what the number is, but that many thoughts rattling through our head all the time throughout the day. And so if the majority of them are those self-sabotaging thoughts, then yeah, it's going to be challenging for you to really make progress on any of those areas. So what I really want you to understand is the visualization is important, and I love that you're doing it. It's only part of what you'll need to really activate what you want, right? So the feeling it, that's, that's, that helps you get into that mode of like, okay, yeah, I actually feel what it's like. And then what you want to do is follow that up with some powerful thought processes, some powerful specific beliefs that you can implant, especially ones that are going to replace those unhealthy beliefs, those self-sabotaging beliefs. And then you want to get into action. You want to actually get into some form of action because that's what's going to then get things moving, really move that energy towards creating what you want. So that's what I have to say about that part of your question. 
The next part I wanted to comment on is when you said, uh, but when the universe throws me a giant test to live into my mission statement and goals, I feel like I fail. So my feedback to that is that living into your mission statement only really happens when the universe throws you a test. Otherwise, you never have to actually activate those words in your mission statement. You never have to actually live into them when things are easy. It's when things are difficult that it truly, truly matters. Because when you have the test, right, when the universe throws you a giant test, that's when you have to dig deep. That's when you have to connect to your values, connect to your principles, connect to who you really are and who you really want to be in order for you to overcome your fears and for you to overcome your emotions and show up in alignment with your mission statement despite everything that's being presented to you. That's when you actually are rewiring your brain. You're rewiring your beingness to align with your mission statement. But, and this is a a big capital letter, bold typeface, but each time that the universe throws you a giant test and you don't take that chance, you don't live into it, you don't step up, you're simply reinforcing that person who is not going to accomplish those goals, who is going to feel like there's a gap, who's going to feel frustrated by the self-sabotage. So as long as when there's a test presented to you, you don't step into it fully and powerfully, it's going to be very hard for you to activate your mission statement and to be that person that you say you want to be, right? It's in the adversity that you grow, that you become stronger. It's in the stepping into the discomfort, right? Like if you think about gyms, you know, if, you're, if you like to exercise, you go into a gym, right, and you, you start jumping on a treadmill or lifting weights. It's when your muscles are in a state of discomfort, when they're burning because the weight is heavy or you're on, you know, mile 10 of your run, like that's when you really start to break down the muscles so that they can come back together and be informed and be even stronger. But it has to be uncomfortable. Like you've got to actually step into the discomfort because if you just grab the two pound weight and we're curling two pounds all day long, your muscles aren't going to get bigger, right? So whenever the universe is throwing you a test, I want you to start to think, you know what? This is my time. This is when I get to live into my mission statement. This is when I get to activate all of those words that I put in my mission statement. This is when I get to activate my values. This is my opportunity. Because it, that's what it is, truly. It doesn't really matter what happens when things are smooth, calm, and happy. I mean, it's great. And you might feel like, wow, you know what? Life is showing up the way that I want it to right now. Beautiful. And it is. And then things, you know, life happens and stuff gets thrown your way. And then that's where you dig in. So I think if you can work on shifting your relationship towards the giant test and getting excited about it in some way, it doesn't necessarily mean you're like jumping for joy when adversity comes your way, but you're like, oh, you know what? This is what Matthew was talking about. This is my opportunity. All right, cool. That's when you can really connect. And the second thing on that is what is your mission statement? Because if your mission statement doesn't light you up to the point that you feel prepared emotionally, energetically, spiritually to step into any test, then your mission statement is too small. A lot of people who write mission statements, they write them too small. Think of it like an internal flame, like the Olympic torch. You can't blow that torch out. 
They run with that Olympic torch through rain, through wind, through everything, and that flame stays up. Right now, it sounds like you don't have an Olympic torch. You got a little lighter, a Zippo lighter. And with a little bit of a blow, the flame goes out. So how do you turn your flame up? You write a bigger mission statement. Look at the words that you wrote down. Maybe if it's a big mission statement, maybe you're just not connecting with it because you know that it doesn't really speak to your truth. So if you're using your mission statement as a way to to motivate you, to power you, fuel you through adversity and through challenges, and you aren't feeling like you're able to get through those adversity and challenges, then go back to the tool, go back to the mission statement and explore that and see if you can make it bigger or see if you can make it something that's more authentically you. All right? The next part of your question I wanted to address is when you said, even when I am disciplined, I feel like it is short-lived and I end up right where I started. So I have an interesting relationship to the word discipline. I hate it. I don't like the word discipline. I don't re- like consider myself somebody who, who has gotten where I've gotten because of discipline. It's a different it's a different relationship that I have. Something else has gotten me there. And I want to read for you. I did, I did uh, research, right? I did a whole bunch of research for you. No, I actually just went on Google and, and said, what is the definition of discipline? And uh, the definition is the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. So is that really what you want? Are you really wanting to punish yourself if you're disobedient? Let's say that you say, okay, I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. every morning. And you do it for three mornings. On the fourth morning, you don't do it. And so you're like, damn it, I am not disciplined. I have no discipline. And so you start punishing yourself. Do you think that, like, does that resonate with you as a way for you to truly connect with waking up at six o'clock and making it happen? For me, it doesn't. And I haven't, that hasn't worked for me. For some people, it might, but it hasn't worked for me. For me, instead of discipline, I think, okay, why not strive to connect with the bigger reason why you're doing it in the first place? goes back to that mission statement. Because when you're, when you're powered by your mission statement, powered by your big why, that means you're being motivated from a place of love rather than from a place of fear. Because what most people do with discipline is they're being motivated by the fear. What's going to happen if I don't do that thing? Or what's the punishment if I don't do that thing? And listen, again, discipline can absolutely work, and it does work for many people. But sometimes it just takes a little bit of a shift in perspective or a shift in language for things to click. For me, I don't relate with discipline. I do relate with mission statement. I relate with bigger why. I relate with doing it out of love. And, you know, that's just how I've been operating. Like I do a lot of things, routinely do things that I just do not feel like doing in the moment, whether it's waking up early, whether it's exercising, whether it's, you know, eating my salads or drinking my smoothies or whatever, whatever it is, I do them, right? And and it's not necessarily because I want to in the moment. And while I'm doing them, it's not like I'm not telling myself, you're doing this because you're disciplined. That's why you're doing it. No, I do those things because I know it's going to raise my overall health. I know it's going to raise my overall energy. And I know that the thing that I'm doing is in alignment with who I've said I wanted to be in my mission statement. And so it's coming from a place of love. And on the outside, you might look at me and say, wow, you're really disciplined. And for me, I say, no, I'm 
in love. And for me, there's a big difference. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So when you use the word discipline, that's what came up for me. And so I offer that to you as a shift in perspective, a shift in language, ultimately a shift in relationship. So the next part of of your email, your question I wanted to read was where you said, how can I bridge the gap between creating goals and actually attaining them for true transformation? And to that, what comes up for me is that, you know, your, this is my opinion, all this stuff is my opinion, I guess, but Your true transformation doesn't happen in the attaining of the goal. It happens in the process that you undergo during your journey to get to that goal, right? And I actually talk about this a lot in the episode called, This is Why You Don't Have the Life You Want. So let's go back to the idea of the art forms. In order for you to create something new in your life, to achieve something bigger, better for yourself, whatever you want to call it, to achieve that big goal, you have to change your art forms in order to change the result. Right now, you are creating certain results in your life, and it sounds like you aren't loving them. So to change that so you can create new results, you've got to change some of the underlying programming that's going into why you're creating those results. That's your art forms. So right now, your actions, relationships, and thoughts are all contributing in a big old soup to create the results you're creating right now in your life. So if you have some goals that you want to hit, and you're like, why can't I get to those goals? Commit to working on your art forms. Commit to working on your actions, your relationships, you know, how you feel about things, and your thoughts. Keep exploring there. Because if you're exploring those areas, I guarantee you're going to find some area that you have an opportunity for breakthrough, some area where you're very stuck. And you're like, wow, you know what? I keep doing this thing. I keep working on my relationship to something, but man, my thoughts have not shifted. I'm still in a fearful place. I'm still in a very scarce place. And I'm realizing that, you know what? Because I have those really fearful and scarce thoughts, it's impacting my actions. Oh, I see how it's connected, right? Like that's the thought process I want you to get into. So what honestly happens a lot of time is when you are really hyper-focused on your art forms and leveling up your art forms, you tend to not be so attached to the goal. You tend to let go of being so focused on the goal because what you're realizing is there's transformation happening as you're focusing on the art form because that means you're on your journey, right? And so there's a shift there as well because you talked about bridge the gap 
between creating the goal and actually attaining them. And in the way you phrased it, it, you made it sound like once you attain the goal, that's where the true transformation is. And that's not what happens. Transformation happens along the road because you have to become a different person to create that different result. So if you flip that around, start focusing on your art forms, start looking at what areas do you want to transform? What areas do you feel like you've been living in an area of withhold, of fear, of whatever it is? And you're like, that's an area that I want to really apply some intentional energy into. Then start focusing on that. Look at your habits because you have habits around those things, right? The art forms, those are your habits. You have habits that are actions, habits that are relationships, you know, the way you relate to things, the, rela- the way you relate to people. You've done it so often, it's become a habit. And you have habits that are thoughts, right? Thoughts that just pop up out of nowhere. As soon as something is presented to you, boom, a thought pops up. And you may not really understand why that thought just came in there. It, it wasn't like you went and searched for that thought. It was just there. It's because you've repped it so often that it's become habit. So you really want to explore those habits and see, well, where is it within my habits that are keeping me from he- reaching that goal? And I'm fairly certain, I was going to say the word guarantee, but I'm fairly certain that as you explore your art forms and work on shifting them, you'll see that you'll be making more progress towards your goal. And then you might still want to keep that goal. You might want to actually change your goal, but you'll still, you'll be moving in that direction. And that's really what you want, movement in that forward direction. So you had a lot of stuff in here. You did. It's great. And I love when one question goes down multiple different rabbit holes. And I do want to come back to the the idea and the question of self-sabotage, because that was really what you asked at the beginning. And it made me think of this quote, which I've read a couple times before. It's from Marianne Williamson, and it's about the deepest fear, right? And, and this quote has gone, I don't know, viral is the word, but like I've heard this thing in so many different places. Um, she says, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's long, but she says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. And when I think of self-sabotage in my life, I can relate to that quote. Because in the moments that I have self-sabotaged, it's because I'm afraid of my light. I'm afraid of the bigness of it. Because in order for me to truly step into that greatness, in order for me to truly let my light shine, it means I have to give up a lot of the way of being a lot of my actions, a lot of my relationships, a lot of my thoughts that I currently possess. And that idea is scary. I have to change who I am. And so I self-sabotage. And I've seen that with a lot of other people. I've seen that with clients. I've seen that with intimate folks in my life. I've seen that with family. We self-sabotage, again, not because we're afraid of our inadequacy, but because we're like, oh my gosh, I see what I'm capable of, or at least my spirit knows that I'm capable of. My higher self knows that I'm capable of, but I'm scared of that because it means I have to act more boldly. It means I have to activate courage. It means I have to take risks. It means I need to, to step into fears and be uncomfortable. And who wants to do that? Who wants to be uncomfortable? Who wants to step into fears all the time? Not a lot of people. <laughs> I do it all the time and I'm still like, I don't want to do this. So... I get the self-sabotage because the self-sabotage allows you to stay in your darkness. It allows you to stay in that space of 
not living into your greatness. And there's comfort in there. As weird as it sounds, it's comfortable there. You don't have to take risks. If you commit to not being your greatest version of yourself, you do not have to take risks in your life. You do not have to confront things, confront your past traumas, confront your limiting beliefs. You don't have to do that if you're committed to just being in that darkness, being in that space where, you know, you're just existing. So when I hear you ask, how do I stop self-sabotage? And then you go on to talk about your mission statement. Well, in my opinion, your mission statement is set up so that you can become the greatest version of yourself. So there's fear there. You're like, oh my gosh, I wrote this mission statement. Even if you haven't necessarily written it in the way that, that you might ultimately want, the sentiment is still there that you're writing this or you're, you're wanting to become that greatest version of yourself. And there's fear there. And your ego is like, no, we don't want to do that. It's risky. What if it doesn't work? What if I'm in a situation I don't know the answers? What if I stumble? What if I fall? What if people laugh at me? What if people judge me, right? All that stuff. And so your ego is like, no, 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 no. We got to stay safe. We got to stay playing small. We got to stay in the dark. And boom, self-sabotage kicks in. You can't even do a habit for three days. Look at you. You can't commit to any goals. You know you can't. And there's all that bullshit that starts up. So I invite you to go and read that quote because it is powerful. And when you connect with that, when you realize that you aren't fearing that you're inadequacy, you're fearing your power, then you can start doing something about that. You can start doing little things to remind yourself how powerful you are because you are you are that powerful. You are that badass. You are that awesome. It just might be buried under some layers of fear right now, some layers of doubt, but it's still in there. And so once you recognize and realize it's still in there, it's down there, like, oh my gosh, it's down there. I feel glimpses of it. I know it's in there, but there's a lot of crap on top of it. Well, now you can like, okay, cool. I have a more clear understanding of what's going on. Let me start to peel back some of these layers. Let me peel back one layer today. Let me peel back one layer this week. Okay, cool. I'm making more progress. I feel my light shining a little bit brighter. And that's how you start really moving through that, moving into that. So, I loved this conversation. I loved your email. I loved your questions. I know that there are so many people right now who related to a lot of it because what you talked about is something that, it's like a human condition. And so, Kyla, I appreciate you reaching out and being vulnerable, right? You answered the call a few episodes ago. I'm like, ask me those questions. What do you want me to talk about? And you answered it. And I think that's badass and awesome. So hopefully I was able to give you a few things to, to, you know, to do, to think about, to meditate on. I recommend you go back to your mission statement. Let's look at that mission statement and see, you know, is it, is it the most effective that it can be for you? I would go there. I would work on the on the um, the paradigms around goals and your transformation, and recognize that your transformation happens in your journey as you move towards achieving those goals. It's not about the goal itself. So I would work on shifting that. I would work on understanding that you know what you're afraid of that greatest version of yourself. It's not about your inadequacy, like your fear is stepping into that greatest version of yourself because in order to do that, you probably have to let go of a lot of things and those attachments are strong. You might be attached to people, you might be attached to routines, 
you might be attached to stuff and you realize that in order for you to really truly be that most powerful version of yourself, you're going to have to let go of some of those things. And that's scary. So think about those things and also think about art forms, you know, what habits, what actions, what relationships, what thoughts can you be just working on? Small ones, start small and build momentum from there. And then just see how high you fly. It's going to be awesome. So once again, I am so grateful to you for reaching out. I appreciate you. And for everyone listening, reach out with, to me with your topics. I love addressing them. They're awesome. You can hit me up, Matthew underscore Bivens on Instagram, mattcbivens at gmail.com. And let's get into some powerful conversations because I guarantee you the things that you're experiencing, the thoughts that you're having, the questions you're having, the fears that you're feeling confronted by, another person is as well. And what's beautiful about this conversation about having it all is that we all get to benefit from, our, from the magic we share with one another, from the breakdowns we share with one another, from the breakthroughs we share with one another. Everybody benefits. I don't care who you are. Everybody benefits from all of it. So let's not hide anything because we feel like we're alone. We are not alone. We are not alone. We might have had different circumstances in our lives, but I guarantee we've felt some of the very same emotions. I guarantee we can relate on a lot of stuff. Doesn't matter what skin color, doesn't matter how we identify, doesn't matter our age, doesn't matter our religion, none of that stuff. So let's just open up all those doors so that we can truly experience abundance. That's what abundance is. Breaking down all those barriers, getting rid of those beliefs that we're limited, that there isn't enough. Nah, screw that stuff, man. Let's open it up. Reach out to me. Connect with me. Let's have these powerful conversations. Let's keep it flowing. All right. My name is Matthew Bivens, and here is to you continuing to have it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.